0: been hectic for us with the with the, uh, the the midweek round I can't imagine what it's like for the players actually having to play these games but uh, uh, Marseille and Lens didn't look tired last night they served up an absolutely superb match at the Orange Velodrome Andy Scott uh, was there to commentate the action
1: Marseille get themselves into big trouble here we may well have an early penalty here the referee stopping proceedings to look at this again there is the handball it's very clear indeed from Gay. Florian Sotoka who scored a very late penalty to give Lens uh, the victory at Bordeaux recently. Now has the chance with this early spot kick to put the away side in front at the velodrome and he scores it. Frankowski on the right, Frankowski going for goal, what a fabulous strike it is. Przemyslaw Frankowski, the Polish international who got the winning goal in the derby against Lille last weekend. And he has doubled uh, L'Anse's lead here at the Velodrome with a stunning strike. Here comes Dimitri Payet. Oh, is that a free kick on the edge of the box? Yes, it is. Lance Wall lined up to protect Jean-Louis Lekker, but Payet finds the net. Tremendous strike by Dimitri Payet. And he gets Marseille back into this game. Here's Matteo Gendouzi. Slipping it through towards Bombadieng. Bombadieng has gone down, the referee points to the spot. A penalty to Marseille in first half stoppage time. And Michael Lesage had no doubts about it whatsoever. Payet then to draw Marseille level. He does. Sending the goalkeeper the wrong way. Payet second of the night and Marseille second. They're back on level terms here. Shen Bombardier waiting in the middle. Shen got the break of the ball there. Goes for goal. It's a pile driver off the crossbar from Shen Yizunda. Lirola's cross now. Bombardier to make it 3 2, maybe. Held at the second attempt by Jean Louis Leca. Relentless play from Marseille. This is what they do. Close coming forward here for Lens. Sotoka. Sotoka's ball is an excellent one and the header into the corner. Wesley Said, who missed that superb opportunity just a few moments ago, this time with a beautifully taken header from the inviting cross by Florian Sotoka. He does put Loss back in front.
0: Well, Andy, where do we start with that one? Uh, Lens winning 3-2 after Marseille had staged a, a brilliant comeback. Uh, mistakes at the back that Marseille will be disappointed about, but Lens deserve so much credit, don't they, for, for what they've done in, in, in recent times and for their victory last night, of course.
1: Yeah, completely. Um, w- where we start, I suppose, is to say that I think that was an exhausting game for for everybody to to, to watch, not just probably for the players to take part in. Um Really, really brilliant stuff. I suppose what I would say about it is that um, I think that, I mean, we've all commentated and, and watched a lot of French football going back 10, 15 years, probably young, longer in, in, in your case, Matt. And I think we can admit that there have often been um, been many examples in the past of big games in, in Ligue 1, like Sunday night matches we're building up to over the course of the weekend, which turn out to be disappointing. We may be closed affairs, defensive teams, not creating a lot of chances. But I think the two teams we saw last night, um, it couldn't be further from that, could it? Two teams who, who just want to attack um and give us fantastic entertainment. Obviously, we we know that Marseille do that under Sam Pauli. I, I talked a lot about that last week about how they're fantastic to watch and it's all about getting forward for them and f- for his philosophy as a coach. I think I think on this occasion the credit has to go to Lance because they're the same. You know, they they play this um this fantastic attacking style of football. Uh, and you saw that last night, they were 2-0 up, they were pegged back. And yet in the second half, they came out and, and they were they were determined to, to, to go out and win the game. And even when they were 3-2 up midway through the second half, they still left themselves wide open at the back. And, and it made for a, a brilliant game of football. And I think it's really refreshing because, you know, you look at the league table today and you'll see that Paris Saint-Germain are nine points ahead. And we'll talk about them later. But, you know, L- Lons are in second place, Marseille are in third at the moment. And these are two really entertaining teams who deserve to be where they are just now. And um, it, it was fantastic. What, what I will say about Lons is that um, I think they deserve great credit for their approach, uh, for, for the way in which they've recruited players since coming back up to Ligue 1 in the summer of last year at a time when, you know, financially there were problems, obviously fans not getting into stadiums because of the pandemic. They invested a lot of money. They made some really interesting signings, players from, different parts of the world from Facundo Medina coming from Argentina, uh, bringing Sico Fofana back to to France, a player who was playing in Italy with Udinese. You know, this summer they brought in Przemyslaw Frankowski, who scored that brilliant goal last night. They made some really interesting signings. They've pieced it all together and made themselves uh, a fantastic team. And now they are um, they're what a club like Lens should be. They're up there in, in contention at the moment. And I think they'll probably still be there come the end of the season. And it's an example to clubs like Saint-Étienne and not. Who maybe have a similar rich tradition and history and big support in France, but are kind of um stalling at the moment. They're kind of not going anywhere fast. Lance really are going somewhere fast and um and and a fantastic, entertaining team to watch who deserve to win last night.
0: Robbie, um Andy's hit the nail on the head, hasn't he, with uh, you know, what 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 he talked about, Lance's recruitment. I mean, some of the players they they've managed to get in. Seco Fofana is unquestionably good enough. Even to play for your boys, Robbie. even to play for Paris Saint-Germain. I mean, this is a top, top class midfielder. They've got him in, uh, captain last night. Uh, Andy mentioned Frankowski, who, uh, you know, came from Chicago Fire. He was playing in the MLS, a Polish uh, wing-back. Uh, he, he's a left wing-back, played on the right because Jonathan Close wasn't there um, last night. It's, you know, it, the, these players have just been absolute revelations. And what Andy didn't say is that Frank-Eyes... Um, who was unheard of really in French coaching circles I mean what a job what a job he is doing not just getting Lance results but doing it you know in such incredible fashion
2: absolutely I think uh, well I think Andy said just about everything I've, I think you've completed it Matt there's not much there's not too much more to add apart from the fact perhaps that that so often we see a side that surprises when they come up we've, we've seen teams do it well for one season but then struggle really to go on with it the next year Angers had a fantastic first season first season back a, a few years ago we see it we see it every time because the league and clubs don't know the sides necessarily as well coming up from the second flight but but what Lens are doing a second year in a row with there are new as as you both said new signings again this year as well as as well as investing last season there are new signings again this year and they're all they're all settling in. I think huge credit has to go to Franck Ez. He'd only coached two games as a first team coach before the start of last season. That was when the 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 season was cut short by by COVID and by some twist of fate, they ended up in a promotion place almost by by chance. And uh, and here they are doing doing wonders. Look, full credit to them. Fantastic. I watched the game last night. It was thrilling football from both sides as as well yeah two attacking teams great for french football and hats off to both and particularly lots they're doing an incredible job
0: and that they they've also bought players with incredible names i mean we we saw christopher wu uh, last night which is a <laughs> which is a brilliant name he was filling in for kevin danso who was uh, who was suspended but actually you know make a joke of his name he's a very promising young defender they got from nancy marseille were 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 keen to sign him um how did he get on andy and then maybe tell us a bit about marseille's performance mm-hmm. and uh, the the goalkeeping situation at marseille yeah uh, well christopher wood gave away the the penalty which allowed marseille to
1: equalize in first half stoppage time um but of course a a big occasion for a player who who was um in the second division last season and only broke into the non-seed team in the second division at the end of last season. So a, a learning process for him. But uh, from a Marseille perspective, well, I think, listen, they were they were, um, they were were sort of caught cold by the concession of the penalty so early in the game. I mean, the penalty was scored in the ninth minute, but actually it was one of the first moves of the game um, which led to the penalty. But then it it was a VAR call that took a while for it to be given. And it was a bit unlucky uh, the way in which the penalty came about, handball by Pap Gay, but it was a penalty and that left Marseille chasing the game for for pretty much the rest of the match. I mean, listen, they they didn't play as well as they have done. I think they, it is the way in which Marseille play; they do leave themselves open. I th- I thought they looked, uh, Jorge San system, uh, looked you know more unbalanced than that deployed by Franck Ez who's got a very clear sort of three-four-one-two or three-four-two-one setup, depending on the way in which the forwards uh, go about their game. In Marseille's case. Um in particular, we're very open on the on the left-hand side because they didn't really have anybody playing as a left-back and they didn't really have anybody playing as a right wing-back in the first half until they brought on Paul Lirola at halftime. Uh, maybe one or two lessons for Jorge Sampaoli. Uh, I still think that Marseille are probably looking like the best-placed team at the moment to, to to finish in second place. But I think as, as the season goes along, I think the likes of Nice and Monaco and maybe even Lyon will start to catch up with them. Um, but, you know, still plenty of promise for them. I mean, their supporters weren't too disappointed last night. They stayed behind and uh, applauded the team at the end of the game and the, and the team sort of applauded them too. And I think they realise that they've, they've got a team that's exciting to watch and will probably win more games than they lose this season. And the word for Dimitri Payet as well, his 600th club game of his career. And um, looking at Opta's stats last night, I think it was his sixth direct free kick free kick that he scored in league, Allen. So that's what one in every games in his career from a direct free kick not including the ones he scored at West Ham of course but uh, yeah a, a couple of goals for Piatt, but not a great night for Marseille but they'll bounce back.
2: I just a, a quick word as well yeah I I commentated them in midweek because there was that midweek round uh, that Matt mentioned and they were toothless and Sampaoli did change the formation as well he made seven changes um, to his side in fact um in between games and i can see that he's made uh, all the changes again because those three central defenders didn't start in midweek against Angers they played a, a a four at the back against Angers and defensively perhaps they were okay but they it's not easy to mix and match and i wonder if they're just going through a little a little trough we saw dieng burst onto the scene um under was out of the side in in midweek he returned but maybe things are just uh well starting to get a little bit tougher well andy mentioned yeah. the um the battle for
0: for for second place. Um, sorry, Andy, you want to come in? Yeah,
1: sorry, I just uh, you, you you mentioned the goalkeeping situation. I will just say very quickly that uh, yeah, Paulo Lopez played last night and again. I think that's what four or five games in a row now. He didn't have a great game last night. I have been for a long time in the camp that um, I think it's time to move on from Steve Mondanda, and that's what Sam Pauli is doing. And it's obviously quite a controversial move because Mondanda, with the exception of that brief spell. At Crystal Palace that didn't work out has been the main man in Marseille for 13 or 14 years now, but the time has come, I think, to move on. Whether Paulo Lopez is to be the right man remains to be seen. He looks like a good goalkeeper with his feet, but uh, he didn't always uh, look particularly um, assured last night, shall we say, but I'm sure that that, um, he will get better as time goes on.